So, Happy New Year, everyone. We are finally out of 2020, which was a year, to say the least. I don't even, like, everybody knows 2020 was a shit show. Like, I don't need to go into that. And, like, no matter what happened for you in your personal life, whatever, like, 2020 was a mess. And the less said about that, the better. But one good thing in my life, specifically, was starting this podcast and the first episode aired on March 20th 2020 and I figured I'd kind of just make an episode where I look back at the whole year and talk about my podcast and favorites and struggles and highs and lows and just kind of reflect and I maybe this will be a yearly thing you know like if I keep up this podcast hopefully like next year I've done another full year of podcasting and can do this again for a 2021 review but I thought it would just be really fun the end of the year, this episode is coming out on New Year's Day. Just kind of look back, reflect, talk about like the year and review of my take. Books, TV, music, and movies. All things that make a big impact on everyone. I'm constantly gushing about my latest read to anyone who listens, so I figured I'd turn my rambling into something coherent that people will actually listen to, which means no tuning out halfway through. I'm Maya Ghosh, and this is my take. So I guess a good place to start off would kind of be like the origin story of the podcast. So what happened was back in March, I read the book A Good Girl's Guide to Murder by, I want to say Holly Jackson, but I don't remember if that's actually the author's name. But I read A Good Girl's Guide to Murder because it was recommended by Barnes & Noble. I think it was their like YA book club pick of the month. And so I picked it up. I read it. And it was really good. I loved it. It was a super fun read, super quick. Like, I read it in a day. And then I was like, I really want to talk about this. And I'm a huge podcast fan. I love podcasts. I listen to them every day as I'm getting ready or when I'm cooking dinner or on a walk. Like, I love podcasts. And so I was like, why don't I just start a podcast? Because I like talking about books. And I've considered the idea of, like, doing BookTube, which is, for those of you who don't know, YouTuber that basically does everything about, like, books and reading and whatever. But the issue with booktube and any youtube is that like you have to be presentable you have to like film you have to edit like editing videos is very hard and making them like look nice and professional and whatever and like i didn't have a camera and whatever and podcasts it's like a lot less involved in that like you know i'm sitting here in like a sweatshirt leggings and i have a blanket wrapped around me y'all wouldn't know that if i didn't tell you because it's just audio and like it's less involved it's a lot easier to edit audio at least the way i do it on GarageBand. you know split clip here, fix the little spaces, pauses, whatever, and then, like, drag the clips together. Like, it's basically cutting and pasting. And so I finished the book. I hadn't taken notes because I didn't have the idea beforehand, but I finished the book. I initially started writing a whole scripted thing, and it was, like, a page and a half, and then I tried to record it, and I was like, this sounds, like, scripted and not conversation It just didn't feel like me because I was trying to read a script. And so then I did it again and I just bullet pointed all of my points and I recorded it and I was like, I like this. This is a lot better. And so I recorded it with like my headphones, like the mic on my headphones and GarageBand on my computer, which I still record on GarageBand. And then I realized the only thing that was missing really was 
intro music and so I texted my good friend Paris and I was like hey you know how to use GarageBand better than I do can you make me intro music for a podcast and we went back and forth a little bit and then she finally gave me the intro music that I have that I love and I think my intro music holds up like I don't think I am going to look back and be like I don't like this intro music whatever like I really like my intro music it's fun and then I put it all together and I edited it and I looked up how do you start a podcast and I figured out you need to go through a podcast hosting site because you can't really make an RSS feed and I struggled a lot with freaking image sizing and pixels whatever for uploading an image to iTunes for my cover photo and then this podcast was born and I initially started on Podbean which is a website that will host your podcast and then I was watching these YouTubers who also have a podcast and they were talking about switching their podcast to Anchor because Anchor lets you record an ad for any podcast. Anchor will let you record an ad and make money and I was like hey I want to make money so I looked into it and then I switched to Anchor and have been on Anchor ever since and I love Anchor and that's really how my podcast started and like initially I didn't really have a schedule I just uploaded an episode whenever I could and then eventually I figured out I want to do Mondays and Fridays and then over the summer I did three days a week and now this podcast is what it is and I guess it would be a good time to transition into like facts and figures I've released 87 episodes from March 20th to December 31st, uh, 2020. It's over 1,700 minutes of content. I don't know the exact number because when Spotify Wrapped came out, they do Spotify Wrapped for podcasters, which I did not know because I didn't know they did it for artists because I'm not a huge, like, Spotify person. Anyways, Spotify Wrapped came out, and I got my Spotify Wrapped for podcasters because I'm on Spotify, and it said I had, like, 1,700 and something minutes of content That came out at the beginning of December. I've released episodes since, so I know it's over 1,700. It could be over 1,800. I have no clue. I just know for sure it's over 1,700 minutes of content, which sounds insane that I've been talking about books and TV and movies and other random things for over 1,700 minutes in, like, less than a calendar, less than, like, a full year because I started in March. But it's insane to me, but I've done it. And like I said, the first episode was A Good Girl's Guide to Murder. The most recent episode was A Million Jews by Emily Henry. My longest episode is Survivor Winners at War at 55 minutes and 36 seconds. And my shortest episode was Love Letters, the podcast, at 12 minutes even. And my most played episode up until this point is my episode for My Dark Vanessa. And it's my most played for a long shot. And I almost didn't buy that book because that book, I bought it when it first came out from Barnes and Noble so it was like $30 literally like $29.99 and I almost didn't buy it when I saw that it was $30 and I was like oh do I really want to buy a book that's $30 like I could wait I could get it later when it comes out in paperback whatever but I was like no screw it let's get this book and I'm very glad I did because that's my most played podcast episode and it was a really good book and really interesting and really fun to talk about and think about and like look at and whatever like it was just really fun and obviously it holds a special place in my heart because it's my most played episode and so now moving on from like those facts and figures to talking about my favorite episode from each month I could not pick a single favorite episode because a lot of my favorite episodes are books that I've read I've read 121 books this year because we've had a lot of downtime it's a big pickup like 2019 I read 54 books 2020 I read 121 because there was a lot of time like where we were just sitting doing nothing right it's like everybody's world's turned upside down and I've turned to reading because that's what I do in my free time and I've had a lot more of that in 2020 
But because a lot of my episodes are books and I've read so many good books this year, it's very hard to pick like between all of the good books I've read this year and I wouldn't be able to pick just one. So I went through each month and I picked out a favorite, except I didn't pick out just one favorite for the month because a lot of months I had a lot of like good episodes and I was like, well, I can't just pick one. So the point of me saying this is basically that I have issues picking favorites of things because I'm just incapable of picking one favorite for anything. Literally ask me like anything and I'm like, I have a list of favorites for it. So starting with March, um, My Dark Vanessa or A Good Girl's Guide to Murder. My Dark Vanessa was my second episode and it's my most played, which is insane. But My Dark Vanessa, obviously most played episode, first episode that was like 30 minutes ish, like very interesting, very fun, very great book or My Dark Vanessa or not my dear Vanessa, sorry, A Good Girl's Guide to Murder, obviously, because it's, like, my first episode and, like, holds a special place in my heart because of that, and it launched this podcast. Like, without that book, I wouldn't be doing this, so. Those two in March, and I only had three in March, so it was a little easier to pick in March because I only picked two, but I picked two of my three, so eh. Then we go to April, uh, either Serial, the podcast. I think I had the most fun doing Serial, the podcast, as, like, an episode, But I liked that I did the Bone Collector comparison because it was my first, like, book-to-TV show or book-to-movie comparison, and it started, like, my trend of doing that for certain things, so it was fun that I got to do that. And it was a very good book and a very good TV show, so it was, like, fun to compare them, and I'm glad, like, I got the idea to do two episodes, like, comparing them. May, we have Outer Banks or Fangirl or Home Before Dark or Winners at War. Outer Banks because... It's one of my most played episodes and because I watched that TV show in a whirlwind and it was just like everybody got caught up in the whole Outer Banks thing and like Outer Banks was just fun. Fangirl for the nostalgia because that book I read initially in eighth grade and then I reread it for the podcast and I hadn't read it since eighth grade so it was very fun to reread. Home Before Dark because that is one of my favorite TV shows. I loved that TV show so much and so I love talking about it so much and there is like going to be season two I don't know when and I need that season two or Survivor Winners at War obviously I'm a huge Survivor fan that was my longest episode I can talk about Survivor forever Winners at War is such an iconic season even though all of my favorites went out first it still is such an iconic season and like we have been asking for an all winner season since Survivor had like 10 seasons right and there was 10 winners like we have been begging for this season and so to see it come to fruition like just watching it was so fun and then finally talking about it because I wasn't going to and then I decided I was going to like halfway through the season or something and so it was very fun. June would be Beach Read or Calculus. Beach Read because that is one of my favorite romance novels ever and I read it when it first came out in June and it was just so good and sweet and fun and cute and like if you listen to that episode you can hear it in my voice like how much I love that book. Or calculus because that started my like little thing of just doing random things. Like I did Hamilton, which was like a collection of whatever. I did Liverpool. I did bullet journaling. So it's like calculus was the first one where I was like, hey, let me like start doing like just other things throughout the world too. And I liked calculus because I liked that I had that idea. I liked that I was like, why is everybody always taking fucking calculus and everything? And then I, like, followed that idea in a podcast episode, so that was fun. July is a pretty stacked month. We have Love, Victor, which I need season two of Love, Victor. And Love, Victor also is one of my, like, 
majorly played episodes because I released that like very soon after Love Victor came out and so like some reason it got a lot of plays I'm very happy for it an absolute remarkable thing and a beautifully foolish endeavor because a beautifully foolish endeavor came out in July so I read an reread an absolutely remarkable thing to do that episode and I love Hank Green I love John Green I love the Vogue brothers I love anything they do but a beautifully foolish endeavor was such a good sequel and an absolutely remarkable thing was such a good book so I was very excited to do those two Again But Better. I reread Again But Better. I love that book so, so much. It's one of my favorite books. I love Christine. I've loved Christine since middle school, since like watching her book talks and stuff. And like, I loved rereading it because it was one of my favorite books. And I like, I just, I love that book so much. And so rereading it was very fun. And then I did a Mythbusters episode, which I had not been planning on doing a Mythbusters episode in July. I had been planning on doing a Mythbusters episode just whenever I didn't have something to do and I needed to fill in but I did it because sadly Grant Amahara passed away and he was a huge part of that show and so I was like okay now it's time to like revisit Mythbusters and to do that episode and that was such a big part of my childhood that it was very fun to do but then all of those episodes pale in comparison to my Liverpool episode because I did my Liverpool episode because Liverpool won their first league title in 30 years during a pandemic. I was at home like screaming, happy crying, dancing around. Like it was just that whole 2019-2020 season for Liverpool Football Club was amazing and like watching that and thinking about that and talking about that. Like it was like one of the happiest moments I had in 2020 and so it's like all of those things are amazing. Like all the other episodes I've talked about are amazing, but Liverpool is Liverpool and like I love Liverpool so much. So it's like it's hard like that's why July has so many favorites because there's all those and then there's Liverpool. And so maybe July was like my favorite month because I did so many cool things. Then moving on to August, we have Red, White and Royal Blue or We Are the Wildcats. Red, White and Royal Blue, I'm very glad I read. Everybody had always talked about it. I hadn't picked it up. I finally picked it up. And then We Are the Wildcats was so good and like as a student athlete, like loved it and it was so cool and so interesting. And I want to see more from that cast of characters. Like, I'm sure we won't, but I really do want to see more from that cast of characters. And then also, um, Bromance Book Club and Undercover Bromance, because I finally got around to reading Undercover Bromance, and so I reread Bromance Book Club to do an episode on that, too. And those are two of my favorite books ever, too. And I, I don't I just, I love them. I love the Bromance Book Club series, and so I was very happy to reread them. September actually has one solid favorite in The Boyfriend Project. Loved that book. Loved, loved, loved that book. Cannot wait for the second in that series to come out. Like, Ferrara Roshan's writing is so amazing. It just, the, that book is so good. Oh my god. I love romance. Can y'all tell? <laughs> um, no, but Boyfriend Project was so good. October uh, is a three-way tie between Bullet Journaling, Sky Hunter by Marie Lu, or Survivor South Pacific. Survivor South Pacific is my most favorite Survivor season ever. Bullet Journaling was very fun to look back on, and Sky Hunter was a very anticipated book release of 2020. And then November is Crazy Stupid Bromance, again, part of the Bromance Book Club series. Loved that. Breathless by Jennifer Niven, which was a beach rom-com by Jennifer Niven, which I loved or Turtles All the Way Down because I reread that and I love Turtles All the Way Down, love John Green. And then finally December, obviously my Grinch episodes. I'm a huge Grinch fan and doing those three episodes on Christmas was very stressful but very fun. Or A Million Junes because I love Emily Henry. So 
yeah, like, looking back on everything, I have no clue how over summer I kept up with three episodes a week because, like I said, I did that for one week during Christmas for the Grinches, and it was stressful as all hell, and I was so behind on recording, and I would end up, like, recording the episode that morning, editing it, and then it would go out the next day because I was just so far behind, and... I will never be doing that again. It just is too much work, too much stress. I can't. Um, two episodes a week is all I can handle. But it was cool that I did that then and that I took the advantage of the opportunity I had because now I have so much more content out and I, you know, I just, it's so cool to see like all, like looking back through all the episodes, I was like, oh my God, I forgot I did that or I forgot I did that. And it was like very fun to look back on and to see and to, remember and it is cool too because it's a little bit like a catalog for me of like what I'm reading or watching or listening to like in that time period so it's cool to like look back on all of that and stuff and I just am so happy that I did this and that I've started this podcast and that I've continued with this podcast and that I've like put so much work into it and realized I could film in my car because listening to my first few episodes where I was recording in my room on that microphone on my headphones was a little bit painful and I am glad that I am editing like I hate editing right like I love the reading watching listening part of it I love planning I recording is fun but editing sucks and as soon as this podcast gets big enough where I like make enough money I can hire an editor I'm hiring an editor because I hate it, but I like that I am doing it now, doing all facets of it now and just running it by myself now because I get to see everything that happens and maybe one day it will get big enough where I could like start a company off of it or do it full time as a job or whatever and I will know everything that goes into it because I've run it by myself for so long, which is really cool and really fun to think about. And yeah, I just like the overall feeling of this episode is like looking back on it was really fun and I'm very grateful that out of a really shitty year I got something pretty cool and fun and amazing out of it and long may that continue. So yeah, I have been Maya Ghosh and this has been my take on everything my take did in 2020. Thanks for listening. So we're kind of a one-woman show here at My Take, so the credits are not going to be very long. This podcast is produced and edited um, by me. I do all of my own social media. The only person I really have to thank is one of my great friends, Paris, who did the music that is in the intro and that you're listening to now. So thank you, Paris, and thank you all for listening. You can reach me at underscore my take on Twitter and Instagram. And please leave a rate or review wherever you listen to this podcast. That helps a ton. So yeah, thanks for listening.